0: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to worship on this Memorial Sunday. We're so glad that you're here with us in worship or joining us online. This is going to be a wonderful day of celebration as we celebrate our graduates and the students of our church. Our high school graduate has worked, on, or worked with our fellow youth to design today's worship service. We are glad that you decided to join us just so you know from here on out we intend to be worshiping online and in person so this is kind of our standard operating procedure masks are recommended but not required you'll notice that I'm wearing my mask today because um, a member of our church is in the hospital and while there they contracted COVID and I went to visit them on Thursday and they got the diagnosis on Saturday so to keep you all safe I am negative I'm negative but just to make sure I'm wearing a mask when I'm not talking into the camera. Um, So masks are highly recommended, but we'll allow you to make the decision for yourself as to whether or not you wear a mask as we are in person. But we just ask you to honor the sensibilities of each individual that is here. So whether you are masked or unmasked, we honor your choices and we just ask that you do so as well. I have a few quick reminders for you today. Next week, we will be receiving six people into membership, one youth who has been confirmed at Simi Valley United Methodist Church, and five adults. We are super excited for this opportunity. We invite you to come be with us as we receive them into membership and celebrate how they add to the life of our church. Later that evening, at 5 o'clock, we will go to Thousand Oaks United Methodist Church for a confirmation celebration for all of the youth who were confirmed within our Conejo Connect family, we will have a hot dog potluck. And you are invited to bring an item that corresponds with the, last letter of, or the, la- the first letter of your last name, not the last letter of your first name. But if you want to make it confusing, that's OK as well. Um, <laughs> so we will make sure that that is in the Friday email uh, so that if you want to have that information, you might bring a salad, an appetizer, or a side dish hot dogs, condiments, water, and dessert are being provided for that event. This Wednesday is our last Conejo Connect for the spring quarter. We will be here on campus at 5.30 for ironically a chili dog um, food bar. So I hope you like hot dogs this week. Um, And it's gonna be a great evening of dinner, study, and worship. We invite you to come be a part of it and to participate in what, what's happening there. I'm going to slow down because I realize I'm out of breath. I Forgive me. I, want, I have one more announcement and that's for Vacation Bible School. It's happening in the week of July 31st. Starts on a Sunday evening and goes to a Thursday evening. We're looking for volunteers and we're looking for children to come participate. If you're interested in being a part of that program, let me know so that I can work to get the team ready for the Vacation Bible School experience, the, the co-directors of Vacation Bible School, and the new pastor who's coming on staff for the, the Conejo Connect. Today, we wrap up a special worship series based on the lives, the life experience of some of our members. We've learned how their faith has shaped them and how their spirituality was formed. Our youth will be adding their stories to the travelers' tales shared over the past few weeks. We hope you have heard and will continue to hear words to uplift and encourage you along your own faith journey. From the songs that we sing today to the special litany after the sermon, we selected as meaningful to our youth, and hope that they will be of joy and blessing to you as well. So let us take a moment to center our hearts in preparation for worship.
1: Rejoice in the Lord, again I say, rejoice, rejoice. Rejoice in my Lord again, I say. Rejoice, rejoice.
2: Each of us is on a journey of faith. We all are gathered from
1: those experiences.
2: Regardless of age, we have lessons to learn and lessons to teach. We are
3: Direction. Open your ears to today's traveler's tales as we think about what it means to teach with our lives. Amen. Amen. You <laughs>
0: heart so happy. Thank you. I had originally asked the youth if anyone wanted to to lead the children's message this morning, and I had a volunteer or two, and then I received a video from one of our youth after I had requested for them to share their traveler's tales with us. This youth had seen the questions that I had asked for the youth in preparation for today's service, and decided that he wanted to sit down and create a video for us, explaining to us what love is and how God loves us. So I want to direct your attention to the screen as we hear from James. How do you describe love? Caring for others. How do you show love to others?
2: Maybe give them a hug with the sad. How does being loving help others learn about God? It you show them what God is like. How does God's love differ from human love? Um, God loves you no matter what you do, and he doesn't get mad at you. How has God's love shaped the way you treat other people? Uh, he loves me, so like I feel that like I feel happy and it makes me want to do something nice for other people. Thanks, James.
0: Amen. I am so thankful for James and the fact that he was willing to do that for us and to talk to us about how God's love makes us feel happy so that we want to do good for others as well. I think we've done our job as as, as adults helping our youth know what it means and our children to know what it means to live out their faith. So as you you heard the questions that I asked the youth just on the section of love and know that there were mm, Katie and Katie and Brilana, would you say that there were probably easily, and you guys saw it too, um, easily probably 20 to 30 questions that I asked you guys in total? (laughs) All right, so you will see how the youth brought that together in just a moment, and I'm so excited that our children and youth are willing to share their faith with us. Will you guys join us in a moment of prayer? Dear God, Thank you, thank you for today. Thank you for all of our, yesterdays, all our yesterdays and all of our tomorrows. Of our tomorrows. Thank, you thank you for loving us. Thank you for showing us how to love and how we might care for others. Amen. Amen. All right, those of you that have Sunday school, go ahead and head off if you'd like.
4: Let us center ourselves and go to God in prayer. Holy God, on this weekend in which we celebrate the telling of our traveler tales with one another through the course of generations, we ask that you would be present with us in this worship and hear the stirring of our spirits, the yearning of our minds, and the hopes of our hearts. For we join with one another in prayer to you asking that you would make your touch real in our lives regardless of our age, that we would feel your encouragement and your nudging and we would respond. We begin by asking you to help us to be our best selves. And when we do fall short, that you would Uh, kneel down next to us and lift us up again. That whatever challenges we face in our life and however well we face those challenges, you would be with us and strengthen us. And where it is that we need to do better, that you would help us to see that and to do better. We think of those in our lives, in our community, in our world who are struggling with, with uh, health issues, with troubled relationships, with the uncertainty of employment. And we, and we pray that you would be a part of their lives and strengthen and lead them forward. Hear our prayers as we lift up some who are particularly in our heart this morning. We think of Kathy Drake and her husband, Ken, as they deal with the effects of cancer in their lives. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We think of Bill and Sandy Nothoff. We pray for Sandy as she continues to recover from her surgery and Bill now as he faces decisions on how to deal with his cancer diagnoses. Oh Lord, Hear our prayers. We think of Diane Lawson as she faces multiple health concerns. Warren Tabutol, home again from the hospital, continuing to heal from his colon surgery. Davika, mother of Shanaki Stanislaus, who continues to recover from her colon surgery and for Michael Soto's father recovering from a triple bypass surgery. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. We pray for Carissa Birmingham's father who continues to face health concerns in Boise, and we think this morning of Evelyn Rogers suffering from an ovarian cyst and awaiting surgery delayed by a COVID diagnosis. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. On this Memorial Day weekend, we think of all of those dear souls who have lost their lives serving in the military. We honor them for their sacrifice for our country this weekend, for the families that have been touched by this loss, for all of us who have had the experience of a lost friend or family member, O oh Lord, Hear our prayers, and we think about how that is going on right now in the eastern part of Europe, in Ukraine, through that war, the serving of country, the loss of life. We pray, Lord, for what is happening there in that region of our globe, and we pray that this war may end. We pray that life would stop being lost. We pray for those who are suffering grief and trauma due to its violence. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. And Lord, we pray again this weekend for the community and families who have lost loved ones through mass killings in America. We think specifically this Sunday of the Robb Elementary School shooting. having gone through a a shooting in our own community some years ago we know the the feeling of trauma and the feeling of of impotence in the face of of mass killing yet with this collection of teachers and elementary school students it it traumatizes us in a different and more raw way. We pray for those families. We pray for that community. We pray for those who are suffering wounds and trying to regain uh, their sense of life. We pray for the end of our, our madness with gun violence in our country. Help us to find our way forward as people of your spirit in our communities. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. And on this Sunday, we are reminded that Marion Ward is about to turn 93. And for all that she has gone through, the blessings of additional years we give you, we give you thanks that she is with us still and that those for whom she is dear can celebrate this birthday. We are getting out of our protective states and venturing into relationship a little bit more, going to concerts, going to gatherings in parks, going to the beach. We celebrate with a cautiousness our emerging into relationship with one another, and we pray that as we celebrate this birth, as we celebrate reconnecting, that we would do it in ways that would be healthy and uplifting to our spirits for the promise of joy and the experience of joy, we give you thanks, Lord God. O Lord, hear our prayers. We pray this all in your son's holy name, joining together in the prayer that he taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come.
0: Thank you Simone now I recognize that we may have started off the worship service and you went wait what season are we in Rachel but when I sent out a text to all of our youth and said what songs are your most treasured songs in the church I was given Christmas carols as the number one answer I was then given joyful joyful we adore thee and amazing grace So we went through the Christmas carols and tried to find the one that was the most forward-thinking as opposed to focusing solely on the Christmas story itself, if that makes any sense. And I love the fact that we did joy, Joy to the World because it really is one that talks about how we live in the world because of the gift of Jesus that came to us on Christmas. It's one that talks about how we must go into the world proving God's love and God's grace to others and I think that our youth as you hear what they have to share with us in the video just in just a few moments will tell you how they work to prove God's love to the world and that brings me such joy. As we were preparing for today's worship service, we spent some time in a youth group session talking about our personal timelines, about the mountaintop experiences and the valley experiences. Biblical times would talk about the depths of Sheol that each of our youth have gone through. We talked about those points that were transformational, and then we looked for where God was in each of those moments. As we prepare to hear this message from our youth this day, you will hear references to adults within our church who were meaningful to our youth and are still meaningful to our youth. You will hear of a passion to live out their faith. You will hear the depth of faith that I am so grateful for. As I shared during the children's message, the youth were given a myriad of questions based off of today's scripture and we'll get that scripture up on the screen for you. Okay, you see the New Revised Standard Version on the screen, I'm going to read to you from the, I'll read to you from both versions. The New Revised Standard Version says, "'Let no one despise your youth, "'but set the believers an example in speech, conduct, "'in love, in faith, in purity.'" The way that it reads in the message is don't let anyone put you down because you're young. Teach believers with your life by word, by demeanor, by love, by faith, by integrity. And our youth received those questions based on the ideas of how do we teach teach with our lives? By our faith, our demeanor, our love, faith, and integrity. So let us watch the video from our youth and hear what they have to say. How do you describe love?
3: Hi, I'm Katie Fay. I'm graduating from McGora High School this year, and I'm excited to be attending Cal Poly San Luis Obispo next year.
5: Good morning, my name is Nay Hamaker. I got connected to the United Methodist Church in Westlake Village because my parents were members before I was born. I remember going to Sunday school as a child with Miss Pam as well as attending VBS. I was involved with the youth group and I really enjoyed my time with the other kids as well as John Gentry, the youth leader.
3: I got connected to church through Sunday school when I was little and I got really connected when I did confirmation in eighth grade, which is what led to me joining youth group, which I've been fortunate enough to be part of for the last five years.
5: I also learned a lot about our church when I did the confirmation class with John as well.
3: My favorite part about church is youth group and also the amazing family of adults who have just been there my entire life and who I can go to church on Sundays and they always give me a warm smile and a big hug and they just make me feel so loved no matter how long I go without seeing them. Church helps me grow in my faith by providing a supportive family who I can talk to about my faith and who supports me through everything and who I can just reset with once a week and talk to God
5: with. Church helps me grow in faith by talking about God and the Bible, and this helps me make better decisions in my daily life as a high school student.
3: I use my words to show that I'm a Christian through spreading my faith journey and teaching others the power of God's love and how it's affected my life. To teach my faith through demeanor means to set an example by living through the word of God, by loving everyone around me, by not passing judgment, and by being supportive to anyone around me who might need a helping hand. These actions represent how God wants us all to live and how he intended for us to treat each other.
6: What is love? Love is that feeling of compassion and wanting to help and care for each other because we are all brothers and sisters.
2: Love is a special kind of connection with another person. It doesn't always have to be a romantic type of love though.
3: Love can be shared between family or friends as well. Love also comes with many different forms. I define love by putting others before yourself and truly caring about the happiness of others as if it is your own.
6: Love is shown by many things, by just having a simple conversation or a hello is a form of love.
3: I show my love to others by giving them my full focus and being a shoulder to cry on by showing my loved ones that I will drop everything to be there for them when they need me, and by never letting arguments with loved ones go unresolved. I show love to my friends by helping them study for tests or being there when they
2: want to talk. I think that by sharing love with others, they can feel God's presence because he is always there. God showed his love by creating earth, people, and the rest of creation. And God gives his love to everyone, the good people
3: and the not so good people. God's love has shaped the way that I treat others because I always try to be forgiving because I know how important the forgiveness of God is. It has also allowed me to try to understand everyone's point of view and assume that everyone has good intentions, even when we disagree.
6: God shows us multiple ways of love. One major way of that would be the crucifixion. But another small way of love is forgiving from us from sin, no matter who you are, opening up with full arms.
3: God's love differs from human love because when we make mistakes, we know that God will always love us unconditionally, and He knows that each of our mistakes are not of bad intention and that everything will work out. Us humans have trouble giving love to certain people because of the grudges we
2: hold or the unpleasant experiences of the past. Since I know God loves me no matter what I do, I try to share that love with others by forgiving someone who has hurt me or giving them a second chance.
6: I believe the story of faith helps the church grow by teaching others God's love
5: that he has for us. My favorite part about going to church is learning about God and connecting it to my life. Having this faith as a foundation will help me be more successful as I enter adulthood and, and like obviously going off to college.
2: Integrity is doing the right thing, even when no one is watching, and following your morals and ethics. Having integrity shows others that God is with us through the way we make our decisions. About a year or two ago, my family went on a short vacation and carpooled home with my grandmother. Once she left, a boy who lived on my street came up to our door. He said he was riding his bike when he found $40 outside of our house. He wanted to know if the money belonged to us. Turned out the money belonged to my grandmother. This boy showed integrity by choosing to hand in the lost money instead of keeping it for himself. The way we use our integrity is faith. God is behind the way we make our choices, good or bad, right or wrong.
3: In order to build God's kingdom, we all must live by God's word to set an example for those around us so that they may learn what it means to live a life of faith. The story of my faith will help our church grow by representing how all of your love has helped shape the children who grew up in this church. I've gone to this church since I was four years old, and I've been so greatly impacted by the love all of you have shown me over the last 14 years. This congregation has shaped so many lives in such incredible ways, and your love and support will continue to shape the lives of the youth of our church.
0: Amen. Our youth live their faith and teach their faith through word, demeanor, love, faith, and integrity. They inspire me regularly. They have many, we have many who are dedicated to school, sports, and so much more. AP tests, preparations for finals, sports commitments, illnesses, and so much more have contended with our youth's time and preparation for the service. I'm thankful for Simone singing for us today. The youth that we had hoped would be singing for us has a soccer game as we speak. We have several youth who are in tournaments this weekend. We have a few who are sick, but all send their well wishes to the congregation. Let me give you an example of the amazingness of our youth. Katie Fay, who you saw so prominently in the video, is graduating this year as valedictorian. She is the captain of her cheer team. She volunteers teaching dance to children with disabilities. She researches and learns more about social justice issues. She wrote a letter to President Trump after the Parkland shootings, working for change. She wants to be a lawyer to make policy changes that are needed. She recognizes the need for prayer as well. As we were talking about today's service and this week's shooting at Robb Elementary School, Katie and I discussed having a litany in response. I invite Katie Fay to come forward to lead us in that litany. You'll see it projected on the screen.
3: We pray in remembrance of those impacted by gun violence both those who have been injured and those who have been killed, in cities and towns across our country and close to home in the Conejo Valley. We hold their memories dear. We treasure those lives permanently altered through injury or those taken in senseless acts of violence, and we pray that they might find rest and peace. May their lives continue to make a difference in our world. Together, we pray. God of mercy, heal our broken hearts. We raise our prayers in remembrance of the families and friends of the victims of gun violence in our nation and in the Conejo Valley. Comfort those who mourn. Dry the tears of those who weep. Sustain those who feel diminished. Impart courage to the hearts of those who feel helpless. Helpless. Together, we pray. God of peace, sustain our broken hearts. We pray in remembrance of all communities torn apart by gun violence. We are too familiar with places like Parkland, Columbine, Orlando, Newton, Roseburg, Charleston, El Paso, and Robb Elementary, but there are countless others. Each incident of violence affects all of us in our daily lives and work. Renew our resolve to pursue peace in our cities and towns and respect the dignity of all human beings. Together, we pray. God of comfort, encourage our broken hearts. We pray in remembrance of school teachers and administrators who put their students' needs ahead of their own safety. We pray for first responders who witness the horror of gun violence while in service to our communities. And we pray for all those with responsibility for law enforcement. We give thanks for their call to to protect and serve and to seek justice, which is inspirational to others. And we pray that their emotional wounds will be healed. Together, we pray. God of courage, inspire our broken hearts. We pray for those lives taken by gun violence through suicide and through accidental shootings, especially when those shootings involve children. We pray for those who are impacted by gun violence through domestic violence during this time of pandemic. Console and strengthen those whose despair is great. Together we pray. God of hope comfort our broken hearts. We pray in remembrance of all people impacted by gun violence, as gun violence knows no boundaries but can affect all nationalities, races, cultures, faiths, genders, and socioeconomic classes. It can affect us where we live, where we worship, where we work, where we study, and where we play. Together, we pray. God of love, transform our broken hearts. We pray for those who have committed acts of gun violence and for their families. We remember those suffering from mental illness who have gone untreated and those suffering from loneliness and isolation. We pray for those who use guns, power, and violence rather than respect and dignity to reconcile differences. Grant us the strength to pursue justice with a voice of love. Together, we pray. God of forgiveness, enlighten our broken hearts we pray for all community leaders and elected officials. We pray especially for the young adult leaders of the gun violence prevention movement. Give them insight, wisdom, and courage to address the epidemic of gun violence. Pour forth your spirit on all our neighborhoods and break the chains of violence that bind our people. God of power, strengthen our broken hearts. We pray today for ourselves and for others in our lives who have been touched by gun violence. During the silent pause, I invite you to offer the names, either silently or aloud, for those for whom you pray. Together we pray. God of astonishing mercy, compassion, And immeasurable love restore our broken hearts and enliven our confidence to find new ways to revive our world to become one of peace. Amen.
0: Thank you, Katie. We found that prayer from it's adapted from a moral call, a Vermont Interfaith Prayer and Remembrance Vigil, and the only thing that we did is change out the word Connecticut in the version that we had to Conejo Valley and add Robb Elementary School to this, this litany. We thought that it was an important way for us to remember as we work for change, prayer is also important and prayer gives us, bolsters us for the work that we need to do. Our youth are inspiring people who want to live out their faith in profound ways, and I thank you that I've had the chance for the last two years to be their youth pastor. Let us uh, receive a transition music as we go to our offering.
4: Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, Jenny. Um, Offering plates are in the back of the sanctuary. If you want to uh, submit an offering on your way out and those of you online, you know that you can uh, mail it to the church or go to our website and click on a donation button to support the ministries of the church. Let's have a word of prayer. Holy God, we thank you for all the resources, all the blessings that are a part of our lives. We are a blessed people in so many ways. And through our faith, we are prompted to share that blessing to impact our community, to impact our world. We thank you that you have called us forward in faith and given us the opportunity to be a witness, to be a resource, to be a foundation of your ministry here and beyond our doors. Thank you for that blessing. Help that which we do, spread your word, and strengthen the expression of love and grace in our community. We pray this in your holy name, amen.
0: On Graduate Sunday, we have one part of worship that is extra for us, and this is where we present scholarships to those special recipients who have submitted applications and have been reviewed by the scholarship committee. I'd like to invite John and Candace Shehorn to come forward to present the first scholarships.
7: Hi. Can you remember when you were graduating from high school? Can you remember the excitement? I'm so excited about this.
8: So good morning, my name is John Shehorn. I am the chairman of the men's ministry. And every year, we have the opportunity to give a scholarship to a deserving uh, graduate. And this year, uh, on behalf of Ray Todd, who is a former member of our church, we are giving $1,000 um, to a particular person that we will describe.
7: And I'm here on the behalf of Women's Ministry. Um, We also are providing a $1,000 scholarship to a very deserving person. Uh, Let me tell you a little bit about this particular person. Velvictorian of Agora High School. Some of the activities, taking back from um, what Rachel has said, jazz band, captain of Team Spirit, dancer at Redder Academy, part of Link Crew, which I didn't know what that was. Um, It's a group that helps freshmen acclimate themselves into high school. President and founder of the Ballet for Kids Club, which provides free dance classes to children with disability. They are a tutor in geometry, algebra, history, and English.
8: And these honors that she, ooh, I spoiled it. (laughs) This person has Math Honor Society. History Honor Society, Science Honor Society, California Scholarship Foundation, Athlete Scholar Award. Already accepted to Cal State San Luis Obispo, Um, this person, I'll say the she, intends to major in political science and become an attorney to fight for social justice.
7: So, so our congratulations to, to Katie
1: Fay.
0: Congratulations to Katie. We have one more scholarship to award. It is the Z. Fran Krajewski Memorial Scholarship. The scholarship was established in 1998 in memory of Zelma Fran Krajewski, who passed away at 42 years old in 1988. Zelma was a graduate from Duke University and had been able to attend that institution, having received a scholarship herself. As a nurse, Zelma was given had given of herself in helping others, and the scholarship was established to invite others to consider how they will help as well. Our recipient of this year's scholarship, I think may be the first recipient to receive it twice, and is going on to continue his education at Hawaii Pacific University. In his application, he says, as I continue to expand my knowledge, I will invariably apply this to my goal, this as my goal is to become a physical therapist. The job is continually making equity for everyone to get back to doing what they enjoy doing daily by providing a customized treatment to meet an individual's needs. The road to recovery for patients is not the same for everyone. So making changes to create a foundation to strengthen the weakest areas is essential. Not only is this Pro- is this problem for children but adults as well there will always be modifications for inequities in our lives but it is not as straightforward as we think as some are embodied in our daily life or embedded in our daily lives learning from that initial situation with kids who have disabilities has opened my eyes to the many different ways that i can make equity a priority in my life resuming my education at Hawaii Pacific University, I will apply these principles to become a well-rounded physical therapist. Our recipient for this year's Z. Fran Krajewski Scholarship is Christopher Stone. He is unfortunately traveling this weekend, so his aunt is here to receive receive the certificate in his stead. Congratulations. Tell him congratulations. Did you? Oh! Well, I was just corrected. I have two corrections to make. One, Brittany is a second recipient, a second person to receive the scholarship twice. So it's a family tradition and we give celebration for that, that it runs in the family that they have such a heart for serving others. And I also want to state that in the video earlier, I listed the wrong grade for Katie Comparado. She's in seventh grade this year, not in sixth grade, so forgive me on that one. (laughs) Through all of this, the connecting theme is God's love for us and the way that God has endowed and bestowed grace upon us. Endow and bestow together becomes endowed, just so you guys know. So In response to the ways that God has given us grace, we will stand and join together in our closing hymn, Amazing Grace. to invite Tom Sutton to come forward as you all take a seat for just a moment.
9: Uh, Phyllis Marbach, our SBRC chair, uh, received a letter from the district superintendent. Phyllis is out of town and asked me on behalf of the committee to read the letter to you. Dear Ms. Marbach and the congregation of Westlake United Methodist Church, Grace and peace to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm writing to you as your district superintendent to share with you the next step in your church's pastoral leadership. After much prayer, discernment, and consultation by Bishop Grant Hagia and his cabinet, it is the bishop's intent to appoint Reverend Christiane Smith as one-third time associate pastor effective July 1st, 2022. Pastor Christie will be serving full-time as she is appointed one-third time each for the collaborative ministries of the Caneo Connect churches, Westlake Village, Thousand Oaks, and St. Matthews, Newbury Park. Pastor Christie's faith and leadership will be a strong presence and loving guide to help each of these churches continue to grow and connect within the Coneo Valley community continuing to expand the ministries the church is already serving, as well as helping to launch new and faith-filled programs. On behalf of our bishop, I thank you for your faithfulness and ask you to hold Pastor Christie, her family, and her current congregation at Santa Clarita United Methodist Church in your prayers during this time of change, just as we continue to pray for all the people at Westlake Village UMC. Blessings, Melissa Rue McKinnon.
0: Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. I heard it whispered in the congregation. That's where Rachel's going. Yes. Christy. Ideally would be my associate pastor at Santa Clarita, but if, they, if I can't have an associate pastor there, I'm so happy that she is coming here. Christy is a dear friend. We get together at least every two months for a meal and to talk about what's going on in our lives, so she is already well-versed in what's going on in Conejo Connect, and she will be a phenomenal pastor of Conejo Connect Family Ministries. So you, I hope you receive her with loving, open arms. She brings three youth to the church as well, or to the Conejo Connect. So I hope that you will receive them lovingly too. I forgot to announce earlier that our flowers on the altar are given today by Fred and Yvonne Cunningham. So Fred, enjoy the flowers when you take them home in a little while. Many blessings to you all. We hope that the service today is one that was a blessing to you. May the story that you've heard encourage you to further partner with God in the writing of your own traveler's tale so that you too might further be a blessing to others by the divine grace and love of our Lord. There are refreshments on the patio to celebrate our graduates and our youth and our scholarship recipients. There is Conejo Connect on Wednesday. Let me know if you're interested in helping out in Vacation Bible School and receive these words of benediction. If you know the UMYF benediction, I invite you to join with me. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you.